Welcome to Game Make Corp, a bi-weekly podcast where we reach into the Omadrosphere and pull out the next great video game idea. I am the CEO of Game Make Corp, Bryce. And I'm the CEO of Game Make Corp, Beckers. Last time we made the video game Haunted. How did that go? Yeah, so um, it turned out, you know, we outsourced where we bought the ectoplasm for that. And, it, you know, the people we bought it from to haunt our games actually uh, sold us just mucus. Um, straight up uh, human mucus. Oh. So, uh, so now our, our game failed. We failed. Uh, and we're both sick. And sad. That's really unpleasant for us. Um, but hopefully... As 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 my grandpappy once said, success makes the illnesses go away. So we just need to come up with a great video game idea that will be successful and will cure us from this mucus disease that has infected the company. Human mucus. I mean... As opposed to other mucuses, I feel like that's kind of the best mucus I would ha- have in me. So what game idea do you have for <laughs> us, Bryce? Uh, well, remember, uh, if you have a game idea, you can submit it to us via Twitter using the hashtag uh, GameMateCorp. And then we'll take it, and then we'll look at it, and then maybe not put mucus on it, because... That's safe. Um, Maybe we will if that's part of the game. <laughs> yeah. Not ruling out mucus. Um, but you know what's you know what's a healthy this I've been thinking about healthy video games and and things that are really healthy and I came up with this game and it's a game about licking famous pieces of art. So I'm talking about. The the Mona Lisa, the the Adam, the that's the that's the stone dude with the the penis and stuff, right? Penis man. Uh, I think it's like statue of Adam or something. Yeah, Ad- Adam yeah. man. Yeah. So, Adam man. So uh, Adam's apple. Gotta fruit. lick. Gotta lick lick Adam. <laughs> uh, the Sistine <laughs> Chapel. Now the Sistine Chapel is up on the ceiling, so. You either need to somehow work on some tongue exercises or just, I guess, stealthily climb the side of the building and just get up there. Now, Or just wear stilts. Yeah. And then you look totally normal wearing stilts. I, I, I don't want you thinking, Beckers, that this is one of our virtual things where they're just controlling some virtual character looking at the Mona Lisa's and stuff. Now we're going to get all AR on this one. We're going to put some little we're going to find we're going to talk to the our big art people and we're going to uh-huh. get we're we're going to we're going to talk to them and be like, "Hey guys, we're really concerned about people licking art." Right. So, we're going we just need we're going to help you. We're going to help you and we're going to put this lick lick detector on your art so we'll know that no one's licked your art. It's going to be real safe. Uh, uh-huh. But then we're going to tell the the game people, be like, you lick that art. You'll find that art, you lick it. 
and then and then we'll know if they did it because we got the lick detectors oh, on the yeah. art. So you got to so smart. You got to you got to get into the the art museums and and sneak by the by the uh, security guards and get that tongue right up on that Mona Lisa. And, right. And you know, and, I doubt it says no licking. Yeah. They didn't they did not prepare for this situation. It just says no flash photography and probably no touching, but licking. <laughs> yeah. L- licking and, licking is not a touch. It uh, is not. And judges uh jury's out. Um licking, not touching. I mean, no, jury's in. Jury's in. And uh, f- lick, uh, <laughs> it's not touching. Uh, uh, yeah, right. Uh, Jury was out, and now it's back in, and it's decided about that issue. Yep yeah, we 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 <laughs> came to the jury. We said licking equals touch, and they're like, "Let's leave for a minute. We'll, we'll take a look." They came back, licking, not touching. We're good. All right, that's uh, clear. And and then and then you gotta kind of you, you're at the museum. You're you're thinking like, and, and I think all the different like how difficult it is to get to the the art will determine like your point and values and stuff. Um, but you also you got to watch out for those other lickers because you don't want them <laughs> scoring points. You and gotta... you also don't want to transmit you know diseases. Yeah. By licking, you know what they licked recently. I'm sorry that sounded. Mm. I'm thinking about saliva on, on art, and it's just gross. Continue. No, it's 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 <laughs> game. It's good game. It's saliva. And and this isn't this isn't. I mean, we're not trying to get everyone sick to because we're spiteful because we got sick. This is because it's a good game. I think. Right. Uh, you no, know, it's definitely not because um, I'm in the healthcare field either. Yeah, and you're just trying to get some business. Definitely from... not. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I'm gonna. We're gonna have to contact the the art people and see how they feel about lick detectors and mm-hmm. and kind of take the first steps there. But while we're working on that, do you have a game idea for me for us? Well, all right. So I have I have an idea. It's a game, definitely a game, uh, where you have to come up with game ideas. Okay. So maybe you're a game developer, you know, and at first it's pretty great, pretty easy. You know, you got some good ideas and then, you know, you have some nice successful games and then it gets a little harder after a while. Your ideas start getting a little outlandish. Maybe you're you're coming up with weird weird crap about about licking stuff that's definitely not um not what we just talked about. Maybe uh you know, it's a co-op game and you have to play it with someone else, but they're not nearly as amazing and talented and beautiful as you are. So you're really trying trying to carry on the on the amazing talented whatever front um, and that's the game. You got to come up with game ideas. Mm, so you've made a game about my life, and I like, <laughs> you know, I wasn't sure there, but at the end, at the end, I really, I, I saw that you were speaking directly to me, and oh. honestly, I'm very flattered. Uh, back here, this is honestly, I, I know that you have 
some weaknesses, but I feel like, you know, you, you, yeah, you'll never be quite as good as me. So yeah, that's, I mean, something we all have to deal with, except me, because I'm me, so I'm good. Whoosh. Did you hear that? It is just, that, it just, is it that toilet over. flushing? No. Uh, yeah. Okay. All right. Anyways. Brace. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have another game idea? Well, I, I am. I am very good at game ideas, as as you've told me in in your last game idea. So uh, I've come up with a a game idea. Now, I feel like you know. Blind people, they they have they, they they have trouble seeing things for yeah, for reasons, <laughs> and, and and that can that can you know lead to problems, um, difficulties. Yeah, sometimes like they don't know know things are there because they can't see them so good, um, mm-hmm. because they're blind. Perhaps. Um. So I'm thinking that we make a game where one person is unable to see. And uh-huh. another person is not there to see the thing for the other. P- I mean, the, the there's huh? another person, and they've got access to information through cameras and stuff. And they're like, uh-huh. they've got to like, like hack. Brother. They've got to hack the cameras around so that they can see see the stuff for the blind person because hackers really should be using their their good talents for good good helping people so seeing eye hacker yep yep that's i mean honestly i don't know why the government didn't think of this first but we're obviously uh i've said it for years we really need to just take all the government services and just put it in the hands of game corp and we'll just right take care of that for them we're pretty good at stuff so um but when you what do you think is the most challenging thing for a blind person to do? Probably. Um... That's right. Go on a date. <laughs> yeah. the, okay. the, the first time, like, finding love is tricky enough for us sighted people. So trying trying to, to dress nice and put on the good musics and go to the fancy restaurants when you're... When you can't see what kind of suit and tie you got on, it's it's real troublesome. So uh, this is a game where mm-hmm. it's a two two player game. One person's just I mean, basically they don't need a TV or anything because there's no there's no visuals. We're saving a lot on on that portion. They're basically no no graphics for that game. You just kind of have the controller and you're moving around, and you could probably hear some stuff. <laughs> Um, but but there's no graphics. To, we don't have to hire an art department. The yeah. art department doesn't have to spend a second on this. Uh, and then you got the other person, and you know what? Yep. You know what? I've thought about it. I've thought about it, and let's just get rid of this second person. Let's not even worry about this this hacker. Let's like that's gonna cost some money. We got to add some graphics there. This is now just a video game. About a blind person trying to go on a date, and they don't have any visuals, and they can—they just gotta figure out how to navigate a date environment based only on cl- on sounds, 
um, that come out of their controller. So maybe maybe they're hearing some cars, but maybe maybe that's just coming out of their TV because sometimes TVs have car sounds on them, and you just gotta figure out what's what's happening. What is going on around you? Is this a pretty girl I'm on a date with, or is this just like, am I in the middle of the road? What's happening? What's life like? What do you think? Um, for those listening, <laughs> you can't tell, but I was giving him a real look right there. Mm-hmm. I'm skeptical about this. I'm not going to lie. I'm trying to be supportive, um, but uh, this whole blind date thing, you know, so- sounds like just a day in the life. <laughs> Um, so our, um, yeah, yep, yep. Okay, are you thinking that maybe you have a better game idea than my, my... I do, I oh. absolutely do. Okay, are you give ready? it to me, yes. This next idea. This is a zombie survival game. It's a first person game. You start out, you're like in the woods or something, and you see zombies, you know, you run like the dickens because it's zombies and they, you don't want them to infect you or whatever. So you, you run away and you live your life. Um, you, you set about, <laughs> you, you build in shelter and gather in supplies or whatever, zombie game, the, the standard stuff. And then like halfway through the game, uh, you, you make it to a pond and you look at it and you look at your reflection and you realize you're a dinosaur. That's quite the twist. <laughs> You're a dinosaur. So now, um, <laughs> uh, let's, yep. that was my, my big calling right there. So you're a dinosaur. Then what and happens? I don't, I, you can't be a zombie because you're a dinosaur. Okay. So now, in this, in this world, only humans are zombies. Um, now... The game turns into a zombie killing game as as a dinosaur. Yep. You go you go into the town as the as the dinosaur and you, you walk up in there and you just smish them. Smish them because dinosaurs are people people are always like you know Dinosaur or or zombies are very scary and we're very worried about them taking over and stuff. But you never you know in all the Jurassic World Jurassic Park, Jurassic World, all of those movies, there's never any zombies. And that's because yeah. that's because the natural predator of zombies is dinosaurs. Yeah. Exactly. That's why you know farmers keep cats so that they don't get a mice problem. People get dinosaurs so that they don't get a zombie problem. Yeah. Same thing. Same thing. So now you play as a zombie. Uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> a dinosaur. Eradicating the zombie menace and saving the world, ultimately. Yes. Because clearly, like, rock, paper, scissors. Um, dinosaur beats zombie. Zombie beats human. And apparently in this scenario, human beats dinosaur, rock, paper, scissors. I mean... That seems to be how most of the, like, I mean, the dinosaurs get some some strategic kills in in most of the Jurassic Park movies, but in the end, 
But is the human race ever eradicated? No. Nope. Dinosaurs never win all the way. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Sometimes they make it to like California or whatever, but they always get brought down eventually. Those pesky humans always keeping the dinosaurs down. Shucks. Uh, so yeah, this is the dino- amnesia dinosaur. Doesn't know. Doesn't know he's a dinosaur. He's grown up all. It's like Tarzan. Tarzan growing up, not knowing he's a human. He had no idea. He thought he was an ape. And then, and then one day he looks in the mirror and be like, "Oh man, I'm not hairy and weird like like the rest of them." They didn't. They didn't have mirrors in the jungle. Nope. But then Jane and his rascally friends come in and be like, "Look at you. We're gonna put a suit on you and see what you human gorilla." Ironically, man called like. a monkey suit because that's what they call suits sometimes <laughs> that was honestly that's the funniest thing i've ever heard <laughs> i don't know how i'll ever top that but i'm gonna try with my next game idea all right i'm excited are you are you familiar with with the great literary icon mr magoo obviously um well i'm not sure if our loyal consumers are so i'm just <laughs> There's a man. His name's Mr. Magoo, and sometimes he just he just kind of goes out, and he's just trying to live his life. But sometimes he just stumbles around and gets into some hijinks. He's just trying to go buy a sandwich, and suddenly he's in the middle of the Empire State Building. They're building the Empire State Building. Oh no, he's gonna fall. What's gonna happen? That Mr. Magoo, you never you never know. It is your job to protect Mr. Magoo. Keep, keep, keep Mr. Magoo. Mr. Magoo is the last hope for humanity, and you need to protect his life for some reason. He's very important, and you need to, you need to always be watching, because you look away for a minute. Mr. Magoo's going to be tying his shoe, and you're like, he's fine. He's tying his shoe. But he's going to pull too hard. His shoe's going to go flying. He's going to reach to grab his shoe. It's going to fly. He's going to tumble. He's going to tumble down the hill. Now he's in California. You were in Texas. How did he get there? That's Mr. Magoo. You always got to be watching that man and protecting him with your life. And the whole time, the Benny Hill theme is going to be playing. And it's going to do that, you know, that song where it's all like, that song. Yes, that's because it's all just uh, just crazy hijinks happening up in here. Always, always. That's, Mr. Magoo is known for his high quality hijinks, but you gotta you gotta try and keep him in line because mm-hmm. hijinks are very dangerous. Much much worse than low jinks. Yes, honestly, I don't know why anybody even talks about low jinks. They're very. They don't. That's why you've never heard of them. Yeah, everybody talks about high jinx and they talk about jinx, but they never talk about low jinx. And I, I, I'm very upset about this. Um, while I, while I try and deal with this low jinx situation, uh, can you, <laughs> can you <laughs> tell me about another game idea? Um. Okay. Yes. <clears throat> so this next game idea, it's inspired by some of the things that Apple watches do. So for. 
For those that don't know, Apple Watches try to control your life, and they have these things like their fitness apps, right? And they tell you to stand up at least once an hour. If they haven't detected that you've been standing up, they'll be like, mm, stand up, bro. And if you haven't, um, okay, all right. And then it'll also tell you to, like, breathe sometimes, like, take a minute to breathe. Your Apple Watch is just really being the bossy right now. So I think it would be a really neat game idea. If the watch maybe had some some other things for you to do. So this is a game where you have to do what the watch tells you to do intermittently throughout the day until you reach a task where you cannot. And the longer that you keep doing tasks, the higher your score, you know, the higher you are up on that leaderboard. So, and the tasks, they're going to get more and more ridiculous as time goes on. So at first... It's going to be like, oh, take a minute to breathe. And you'll be like, <laughs> easy. All right. So you stand up and you do the, you do the breathe. Ah, done. All right. So then <laughs> after that, you're, you're lulled into a false sense of security. You're watching the TV. You're watching some quality shows. And then suddenly your watch pings and it tells you, bam, it's time to do the entire choreographed thriller routine. So you do it because you know that. And... <laughs> Um, that's another task accomplished. Next time, the watch pings and goes, and you have to do something else. And this time, you have to drag race down the street. So you go out to your car, you you, bu- you buckle in, buckle up for safety. Safety and first. You have to, safety first, and it tells you you have to reach at least 100 miles per hour before this task will be completed. Um, you only have a certain amount of time. To complete each task, depending on the task, this one, you get like 20 minutes because it's, you know, who knows, maybe you're on the toilet and you have, to, <laughs> <laughs> you have to go outside and get in your car, you pull out, you do the drive and you go around there and you just pedal the metal. Um, hopefully no, no policemen are around to to stop you from your victory. Um, and if they are, you can at least hit top speed first. Prob- they probably have an Apple Watch, too, and they'll also be trying to drag race. <sighs> right, and they'll understand. Yeah. yeah, they'll understand. They'll be, oh, my gosh, the watch could meet you up with another person with a watch. And, oh, my gosh, you could go both go both go somewhere and drag race, and whoever wins is the one who gets to go to the next round. And the other one is a failure. Right. Yes. Yes. It's really just limitless, honestly. Now, now, my question is, how long into this do we just uh, put in send Game Eight Corp twenty dollars, and then and then just all of them after that are just send Game like every three hours send Game Eight Corp and and I'm thinking like, <laughs> you know, you've already you've already dragged raced, you've already like fought. A monkey. You've already done some crazy stuff to get where you are on the leaderboard. You you'll th- you'll throw some twenty bucks over to just to keep your spot on the leaderboard. Um, this is where where I can help you, Bryce. Oh, okay. Because you gotta disguise the mechanism, right? So it would be twenty dollars for one get out of jail free card. Or a gem, whatever. They're always freaking gems or something. So you, or, so you, 
every time you use one, you automatically pass that task, even if it's impossible. And then we just throw out really freaking impossible tasks. Like, say you're in Texas, you have to get to the top of the Empire State Building in one hour. Bam! Jim, that's how you got to beat it. They pay 20 bucks. We get 20 bucks. They get to continue on their pursuit of leaderboard. Yes. Uh, if if the, the Harry Potter mystery mayhem game has taught us anything... People will 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 do give any amount of money to just continue playing a game. Yeah. Okay, but this is gonna be a fun game. Mm. As yeah. as all of yep. our games always are. Yes. No matter how infectious the game is. <laughs> right. Uh. <laughs> uh. I have an idea. All right, go on. You know, you love VR, virtual reality. You love it. I love it. In theory. Yep, it's great. Yep. Um, You know who doesn't love it? Dogs. Hell, what? And cats and rats and all the... Basically, Beckers has an entire household who is living without VR. And honestly, I think that's rude. That is rude of other video game companies, and honestly, I'm I'm upset for Becker's animals. Uh-huh. So I think we need to create virtual reality for animals. Oh, yeah. So we just we just I mean, we'll they'll each have to have individualized headsets to fit their you know rat and dog and cat bodies. Maybe some sort of suits. You you can put them in. That is absolutely something we're entirely capable of doing. Go on. Um, And then we'd make games for those animals so that they can enjoy virtuals. What, what, what kind of virtual experiences do you think your animals would be into? Give me, you got, you got three different kinds of animals in your home right now. Yeah. uh, Actually four. Okay. Also, also I'm in my home. Oh, okay. So that's four. Um, so now the first thing that I thought of that attracted me to this idea just now was, can I just put this helmet on my dog and let him loose in a field and he thinks he's chasing a ball? So he just runs back and forth playing virtual fetch and I can sit there with my book and a mimosa and just enjoy my afternoon and my dog still gets exercised. Yes. You get you could get a I'm little I'm willing to purchase this game right now. You could get a little uh walk and pad thing and you can just put the dog in it and you don't even have to go outside. <gasps> he can just run around. He thinks he's running in a field. He sees a field. Oh he gosh. sees the running. It's all happening. That's so perfect. Like on that uh in that movie, Ready Ready like uh, the game Ready Player 1. Yep. Yeah, that omnidirectional treadmill. Yep. Heck yeah. Easy. I don't have to go anywhere, put that helmet on my dog, and he's just having a grand old time. We could put, like, we'd have to get, like, a fan with it that could blow smells that he would enjoy. <laughs> like, grass and squirrels and stuff. And then he would have a great experience. 
I feel I feel like we've gotten smellovision from some video game we've done before. I'm sure I'm sure we can just pull the mechanics out from that and get some smellovision going in VR. Absolutely. And then my dogs would be happy. I would be happy. Everyone would be happy. So next, cats. What's your cats about? They're, they're never happy. Oh. Do you think virtual reality could make a cat happy? <laughs> All right, let's think about this. What do cats like? They like knocking stuff off of counters, right? So we could make a game around that. Um, put on their virtual reality suit, and that's pretty, you know, I think it's pretty obvious what, what goes on from there, Okay. The virtual counters. Oh, okay, for the cats, can we make it augmented reality where we put on the headset and we just like put vir- like virtual objects around your real house so they think they're knocking <sighs> stuff over and they're little vi- they get little vibrations in the paws so they think they're knocking stuff over but it's not really there so you don't right. have to you don't have to clean up after them and the cats are like oh i'm I'm, get- I'm tricking i'm getting the human i'm knocking another thing over that y- right everybody and they're wins spiteful. They're spiteful little beasts. They only care if, if you're upset. So you can just put a little a little version of their owner in there going like, ah, you damn cat, and shaking their fist. Often every time something gets knocked off the counter, and then the cat is fully immersed in the experience, and they feel successful having ruined their owner's day <laughs> by knocking that, you know, mostly eaten bowl of cereal off the counter or something. Oh, my God. Gosh, or their entire food container right after you clean the kitchen floor. Anyway, so that's cats. And? And rats. Yes. Now we have rats. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. For the, I have a pet rat, you guys. It's a totally normal normal pet. Like, Ron Weasley had one, right? And um, also Ron Stoppable. Actually, it's a pet that most people named Ron have. I've, I've, yep. Um, so rats. How how am I gonna make my pet rat happy? Change your name to Ron. Change my name to Ron. Start there. Finally, my rat will feel. My rat will feel like it belongs. Um. All right, and then after that. God, she just sleeps all day now. She's she's old. She's old, Bryce. I could just... <sighs> Alright. So we just don't even turn on the, like, yeah, viewfinder. We just, we just keep it dark. So we they just can keep sleep it longer. dark. Longer. She'll just sleep, sleep longer. It's basically just yeah. a sleep mask for rats. A sleep, a sleep mask. That's all she does. Little known fact. <laughs> Most wild rats don't live very long. You don't know that once they hit, like, a year old, they just sleep. That's all they do. She's four. She sleeps. And it'll make it way easier to sleep with the with the five hundred dollar five hundred dollar Game Bay Corp virtual reality headset that might just look like a simple uh, sleep mask for rats. Right. Um. Sounds like a winner. Yep. We really we, we really nailed that one. We've got all the animals. Every every possible animal has been covered and we have a virtual reality experience for them. And if you if you are a pet lover, you need to get this because you're going to see all the dogs and the cats and they're going to be a lot happier with a virtual reality than you a just normal real life human could ever provide them. 
So right, uh, honestly, and we can market this. Like you're just a bad person if you don't if you don't do this for your animal. Yep, we'll get Peta involved. They, they will and... be they will be sad, and that means that you're bad. Yep, sad equals bad. Uh... Sad because you're bad. <laughs> sad bad. Um, do you have another uh, game video yep. game idea experience? All right. <clears throat> there is something that the public has been screaming for. I think I can safely say that everyone knows exactly what I'm about to say. Game Make Corp needs to host a Harry Potter LARPing event. So, for those of you that don't know, LARP stands for Live Action Roleplay. Probably, I think. So basically, people dress up as characters and they do stuff. Um, now, Bryce, as the Harry Potter connoisseur that I assume that you are, uh, you're probably thinking, but, but Beckers, that totally already exists. People already do that. Um, people already dress up and they go to pretend Hogwarts all the time. And to that I say, no, 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 no. <laughs> We are going to host a Harry Potter LARP, not a Hogwarts or a wizard LARP. Our customers will pretend to be Harry Potter. Um, so in one area, we're going to have have the pre-Hogwarts Harry experience. And that's um, where, where customers, where people doing the experience, they're going to go through 11 years of like neglect and abuse. Or actually 10, because he got there as a one-year-old baby. So... That's, you know, just one area. And then we can have a year one at school area where he gets to school and people think he's pretty cool. And then he gets bullied by by the Slytherin Malfoy type. And um, at the end, he has to fight Voldemort at like 11 years old. Also, this uh, this idea is full of spoilers, by the way. So let's continue on. Um, then there's the second part. Um, year two, he's going to get hit by a bludger and they'll have their arms broken. Every single one of them is going to have a broken arm. That's that experience. And then, <laughs> and then uh, everyone's going to hate him because they think that he's a bad guy or whatever. You know. Um, then, there, then we're going to go to the third year where he thinks a serial killer's out to get him, right? So this is an experience where we will have somebody scary follow them around the whole time. And... Um, They'll be very, very uh, scared. So glossing over that one, <laughs> we're going to go to the fourth year, which is what everyone is waiting for. We will have real dragons, dragons and then death and someone really will have to die at the end. This is LARP. This is real. Um, this is LARP. Bryce, how yeah. are you feeling right now? Uh, are you ready for more? <laughs> so basically, we're going to get a bunch of people. Down, down to a warehouse, uh -huh. um, and we're just gonna kind of beat beat the crap out of them for a day, maybe <laughs> he a weekend. Had a rough life. Maybe a weekend experience where we just neglect. So we we'd be like ultimate Harry Potter experience. You at the end, you will know what it was like to be Harry Potter, and people will be like, "Oh my God, Harry Potter, I love him. I always wanted to know what his being him was like." And then we're gonna be like, "Okay." Day one, neglect. 
we're just fucking no food, nothing, can't leave, this is your life. Enjoy that. Day two, welcome to Hogwarts. Everyone is trying to kill you. Deal with that. We have people all hidden around. They're here to kill you. Worry about yep. that. Here's That's some, the Harry Potter experience. Here's some sticks. You don't know how to do them so well. You're not that good of a student. You're not no Herm- Hermione Granger. You don't know those secret good spells. You're too busy being scared for your life. Uh, try and survive. Good luck. Day three, you, you die. And then you come back to life. Whoa, spoilers. <laughs> <clears throat> Everyone you know and love dies. Okay, about 50% of people you'll know and love die. You know, all that kind of stuff. Harry Potter. Whoosh. Your bird. Your bird dies. Your bird? We have to give everyone a bird. Day one. And then kill it. Here's a bird. Enjoy it. It's your new best friend. Uh, this is your this is your good owl. Everybody gets it's Hogwarts. Everybody gets an owl. But you love it. And then bam, dead dead owls everywhere. Dead owl. Um yep. Yep. Uh we're gonna have to maybe um get that cleared through uh through through somebody. Don't worry. First. Don't worry. <laughs> Don't worry. We're just gonna put the rat VRs on their heads. <laughs> they'll just they'll just imagine that they have an owl. It's maybe a larger a larger VR than the rat VR, but it's a it's a VR owl, so it's cool. VR mm-hmm. owls don't count, right? Um, but it'll still die. Yes, because you're Harry Potter, and his life actually really sucked. Yeah, for a while there. So I think I think this is the game that everyone's going to want to participate in. Obviously. Uh, this is the one. Everyone loves Harry Potter, and if you don't if you say that you don't, you're lying. Yes. And I refuse I'm gonna close my ears to that. <laughs> um okay. Harry Potter LARPing event. The next the next game mate corp experience. Coming to an abandoned warehouse near you. Uh, hey, did you, listeners, did you enjoy this? Did you enjoy listening to this experience <laughs> where we talked about taking you to a warehouse and killing a person? <laughs> 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 um, if so, you should, you should go on iTunes and subscribe if you're not already and rate and review it because it makes other people want to listen to this good content that we make. And it's good. And make makes us not sad because sad is bad. Because sad? Sad is bad. Yep. We've discussed that. As you made great points earlier, and I want people to remember that that important. Sad is bad. Sad. Because bad. Um, now mad. That's not rad. Good to know. Good to know. Uh, Beckers, where can people find you? Uh, um, so you can find me on Twitch at Dr. Beckers with an S, and you can find me on Twitter at Dr. Beckers with a Z. Insightful. And that's it. Insightful. <sighs> what about you, Bryce? Last Geek on Twitter. Last Geek Plays on Instagram. Last Geek Plays on Twitch. Lastgeek.com. Game Corp dot com 
on Twitter. Gaming Corp. Tweet us game ideas. Yep. Uh, use hash, yeah, use hashtag Gaming Corp so that Beckers doesn't have to use all of my great ideas because we all, Beckers just talks about how good I am and the prettiest and great. Uh, but thank you for listening to this episode of Game Mate Corp. Uh, we'll see you again next time. And remember, have fun. Bye.